You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. We're back this week with Steve and Vicky. Amen. Hello. I haven't been here for a while. Praise the Lord. Well, right? last week, no, it's Steve that's not been here for a while. Because I was st- snowed yeah. in. Yeah. So last week we uh, shared an episode of our sister podcast, The or- Refuse Ordinary, mm. which actually had you on it. I was Vicky. on it, yeah. actually. I was yeah. very good, yeah. yeah. You and Kevin were on it, and then the week before you that. You were very good. <laughs> Let me say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always better when someone else says it. <laughs> the week before that, we had, the, uh, we had Pam with us. Oh, Pam. That's the week oh, after that, right. so I haven't yeah. been on a podcast. Oh, it's him uh, that hasn't yeah. been around. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. and then before that, they played a uh, sermon. Yeah. And I heard I was noisy all the way through it. So we had... Say yeah, amen yeah. all the time. So last time we had Pam with us and the Ministry of Confusion was... On you. Was strong in the room. So. <laughs> we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We actually, this is funny because uh, I don't know if you guys have listened to my friend Pam and I from two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but we went. We were, we got the opportunity to go to go to a hotel in uh, in Reno, and we were in the hotel room and we put our headphones on, listened to the podcast, and she was like ten seconds ahead of me, and she started laughing. Then she'd look at me, and I'd start laughing. We thoroughly enjoyed the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if anyone, my daughter Nicole did not, <laughs> but everybody else did, but her and I did. Really? Yeah, I, I it was fun. It. I enjoyed it. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. What was it about? I have no idea. <laughs> If you asked me what my last one was about, I wouldn't know. <laughs> right. So anyway, so last a couple of weeks back, we uh, when we were all together, we talked about John 14. Oh. And we talked about how you know there's there's conditions and all of that good stuff. Um, I don't remember. Well, that it happened. Go- it was good though. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. Yeah. I listened uh, to it. So this week we're gonna go forward into John 15 and look at another very very familiar passage. So what were the verses last time? The John 14 verses, it was... If anyone <laughs> loves me, he keeps my word yes. on that. Yeah. Right. Just, uh, yeah, the obedience. Yeah. He saved you. He got you. there eventually. He saved you. Luke yes, was like, that's uh, right. So you'll know and all that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. That's good. Let's go. So today I'm going to jump in with John 15. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve's very energetic today, so who very knows? Very energetic. Yeah. 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 But uh, I'm just in love. There we with go. Who? You. Uh, good answer. All I'm right. with my girl. There we go. And my Jesus. And Jeremiah and Luke. And we even got Jeremiah and Luke here. Yep. Well, let's go. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. (laughs) Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it may bear more fruit. You're already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. It's a lot of abides, huh? Yep. And we'll do, let's do one more. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up. And they gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Hmm. Nice uplifting Thanksgiving kind of scriptures, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the verses prior that we were yeah. reading to, it was, you know, it was a very strong um, 
if you do this, and then he would say something, <clears throat> and they become the anthems of Christianity. It's what people quote constantly. Which one? Without the, um, I don't, you know, I don't remember the verses, but it was just a whole bunch of everything depends on yeah. uh, loving him, yeah. loving Jesus. If you love me, my father will love you is one of them. I'll make if, his home you know, in you. Huh? We'll make his home in yeah. you. The Holy Spirit will the come and be a com- comforter. Jesus lives in my heart, the, filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That whole lineup is going and you know there are no chapter verses there's no numbers in jesus's speech he just goes moving Mm -hmm. on and this might be 15 1 but it's just a continuation Mm -hmm. and he's explaining why all of those things are true to have jesus living in your heart to have a father in heaven to have that father love you all depends on you loving him and now he tells you who he is he's the true vine the father's the vine dresser who takes care of the branch that you are a branch that is grafted into him. Paul, the apostle said it really cool. He said, if, if, if would, you know, if the branches of Israel would be cut off to make room for you, don't think you won't be cut off wow. if you don't bear mm. good fruit. He was, he was, he was speaking into this, right? I am the true vine and my father's the vine dresser and every branch in me, that's us. And it's branch in me. So, when we really emphasize Jesus at the Father's house and we really emphasize preaching his words and that what what's the starting point, what's the foundation? The words of Jesus obeyed. Because the whole 14 um, message, monologue, that he just he's just in the middle of, he's not done with, is if you do these things, you'll have me living in you. You'll have a Father in heaven. If you love me, my Father will love you. Um, just goes it really is a whole bunch of things and then down here he says every and, and in me if you ha- are a branch that bears good fruit you'll have this result mm. if in me if you come and attach yourself to me and uh, abide is remain in english but it's it's more than remain it's be an act active in part it's like an active ingredient if you remain in an act, active ingredient in me, if you regret a uh, living organism, if you remain a living organism in me, you'll bear fruit. And if you don't bear fruit, that means you're dead mm-hmm. and you're, you, you, in, you're going to get cut off and thrown away. And then it says it'll get burned. And I mean, you know, that's a threat. That's a true threat. Oh my goodness. The other part is a true a promise if you love me my father will love you and he will give you the holy spirit the very thing that makes christianity so magic is that you walk in the presence of the holy spirit you take his power with you you take his love with you i i in myself am not by nature a loving outpouring of love person i don't just walk in a room and everybody knows i love them because I, I, the look on my face, the first thing I want to ask is, are you mad? Are you mad? But the Holy Spirit that is in me is uh, full of love. He's just absolutely, you know, just rolling in love. And so if I walk in the Holy Spirit, I then walk in the room with love being my forerunner. It's what love comes first with me if the Holy Spirit is with me. My Father and I will make our home in you. You'll bear good fruit. He'll in this in these verses he says he'll he'll nurture you he'll take care of you um, he'll he'll you know feed you lift you up and make you able to bear more fruit yeah. as a living organism 
a abiding, remaining, living, breathing organism of the true vine. If you're a branch of the true vine and you're alive in that branch, you're plugged into that branch, alive in that branch, a living, a, a continuing organism, you're, you're, you're one with it, you'll have fruit and the Father will, will bless you. And, and, and the promise is eternal life. The promise is a life here that is somewhat above and separate from the world. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I am and we are always so worried about who's in power now and who, what's, what politics is going to rule. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's this abiding or living organism in the vine is someone who sees past that stuff. Yes, it's important. Yes, it's good if good people are in power. Yes, it's if we love our world, we want good things for our world. That's why we should campaign and vote. Right. That's why we should participate in politics. But we should be somewhat above them in terms of our own spirituality, mm -hmm. our own countenance. It's how we salvation. Yeah. Yeah. So the worst person on earth gets voted in. We should still walk in joy because Amen. we're we're abiding in the living yeah. organism of the vine. And the, li and the yeah. life of the vine is in us. The branch has everything the so vine good. has. The branch has all of the deity, all of the divine power, the divine presence. And the one that abides in him and remains in him bears much fruit and is taken care of for the ability to bear more fruit. There's a growth in them. And I, you know, maybe I can't do something today that I'll be able to do tomorrow, you know, and it's just, I'm growing, I'm, I'm being fed and nurtured. And that's what I love about this. And it really is this, it really flies in the face of the um, once saved, always saved message or the people who write your name in the book of life on a board, you know, and then they erase it, then they write it again, they erase it. They try to mock the idea of erasing names, you know, and it's a complete misunderstanding of how this book, this book of life works, you know. The book of life that every single baby's name is written in the book of life and every person that dies having rejected Jesus Christ, their name is when they come of age and they walk away from the revelation of Jesus yeah. Christ, of Jehovah God, their name is erased. And it's like, and then Jesus says in Revelation, if you do these things about your first love, I will not erase your name from my book. And I mean, they, they stand up and they literally mock the whole idea of Jesus erasing names when it's, it's, it's his idea. Mm. And this branch that gets cut off, I mean, it's inescapable, the verbiage here. Any branch, Any. when we are the branch, wow. in me. Yeah. That wow. means somebody that has plugged into the living organism and died. Mm. They don't bear fruit of the, of the vine. The fruit of the vine is sacrifice, humility, self-giving, self-giving of self. The fruit of the vine is an outpouring of self for the benefit of others. The actual serving the penalty of others for them. Serving their hardships, taking their pain. That is the fruit of the vine. Mm -hmm. And of any branch in me that attaches to me but refuses to be the living organism of that truth. The victory over death. The joy unspeakable, full of glory, the peace that passes understanding, the sleeping in the boat during the storm. I mean, it's all part of the living organism of the vine, which is the living God, 
the living truth, the living word that abides in us. My father and I will make our home in you was just said a few lines before in this monologue. And it's, that's what he's telling you. The Father and I will make our home in you. You will actually become filled with and one with the living organism of the vine. That's good. And if you die, it's because you cut it off and refuse to be selfless, uh, sacrificial, trusting, all of the things. You're, what Jesus said, I only say what my Father says. I only do what I see my Father doing. That's the, that's the nature of the vine. The branch that is t- attached to the vine has to take on that nature. Mm-hmm. And this is the key verse of Christian living. I mean, this is such a key verse. You can't escape the fact that it says, Any branch in me that does not bear the fruit of me will be cut off. And someone's going to throw it in a fire. I mean, that is bone chilling for the 150 million people on the North American continent. Maybe even more than that, that claim to believe that Jesus is Lord, that they already believe in the name and the cross. They have planted their branch in the vine. And if they're not partaking of that organism of sacrifice and self-giving and laying down your life, then they are a dead branch bearing no fruit. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what preacher stands up with an eraser and mocks the erasing of names. This is the cutting off of branches that you can't deny. This is Jesus says it plain and clear. Yeah. You'll be thrown in a fire. And I mean, it's bone chilling. It's a threat. If you tie into me, and you believe in my sacrifice for you, then freely it's been given to you. Freely give. And the whole story of the wicked manager, if you've been forgiven, should you not forgive? And this is how your heavenly Father will deal with you. If you do not forgive, this mercy, this giving of self. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is simply giving mercy that is undeserved. Someone hurt you bad, and it's natural to want them hurt back. Forgiveness is simply, it is simply saying, I don't want them punished for what they did to me. I don't want them to lose because of what they did to me. And he says, if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. And this is how your heavenly father will deal with you if you do not forgive your brother. It's really good. Even the Lord's Prayer, forgive us as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. This is the life of Jesus. This is what he did. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Now, this has been done for you. You go and do likewise. It's so clear if you read the teachings of Jesus and you abide in the vine, Jesus, and you become one with the living organism of the vine. If the vine is healthy, you're healthy. If, if, if heaven forbid, and there is no chance, if the vine is unhealthy, you're unhealthy. Yeah. All you, you lay, I mean, if he doesn't, co- how many times Vicki and I have said, if he doesn't rescue us, we're doomed. And there've been times we thought he didn't rescue us, you know, and turned out he did. Mm-hmm. It all worked together. I mean, like we walked away pinching ourselves, like how did that happen? Mm-hmm. It didn't look good at all, but we just kept trusting. Well, it's not, it's those aren't our houses. That isn't our money. That isn't our life. This isn't ours to worry about. And, right. You know, we worried. I worried. and But then when it all happens, you go, oh, I didn't have to. You know, I, I, I surrendered yeah. to, you know, forgiving. And, and it's just so, the example in our life of 43 and 47 years of doing this 
is that we, we can trust him. We can trust him. We don't see its big old hand come out of the side sky to take care of us. No, it's an invisible trust. We, he says, blessed is he who doesn't see. Well, we don't get to see a big hand, and we still trust. He's going to move this. He's going to take care of this. And we can preach the gospel knowing that, this, that we are tied to the vine. We have the Holy Spirit living in us because we're tied to the vine. Amen. You ready? Man, you are peppy today, aren't you? That was an incredible answer. Oh, good. It was a it was a very well thought out answer. And I just as I'm thinking there, I'm thinking, um I'm thinking about a vine, and then I'm thinking about the different stages of the vine mm-hmm. and how it goes from being just a, uh, like a barren, you know, off-season, there's nothing on it, and then it starts, you start feeding, it produces, it has the, sh- the shoots, and then it has the, the buds, and it goes on, and then for the, for the, for the wine, it, then it gives you a fruit, and then it gives you a drink, right? right? And um, I think this is where people think that it's okay for you just to, to drink and <laughs> drink wine all the time, just be drunk all the time. Just kidding. Um, so it's like it's like such a descriptive. It's interesting that he used he used this vine. You know, is it vine is grapes, right? It's a is it doesn't say grapes, so does it? It's a grapevine. But it is a grapevine. grapevine is what they yeah. used. And I, it's interesting that they, that he uses that yeah. as um, and the different. I'm just as you were talking, I was just thinking about the different stages. Grapevine like I said. bears fruit, right? Yeah, but gra- fruit. and it's and it's fruit and it's useful. Yeah. I mean, there's you know you drink it and stuff, and but a dead branch produces absolutely nothing. Mm. And honest and honestly, what is it good for? You know, I'm not very good at horticulture. But I know I know enough that when the when my plant has brown on it, and everything else part about it has color, mm-hmm. I know it's pretty much dead, and I just cut it off mm-hmm. because that actually hurts the live one. Mm-hmm. So I got to cut. That's this is interesting actually. You actually have to cut off the dead ones so the live ones can get all the uh, fertilization mm-hmm. because those will also zap from the healthy ones, and that's interesting in Christianity that he would use that, and it's. It's again astounding to me that these these words are not taught that much, right? Because it's such a clear depiction of w- what he really b- means yeah. about how we should live. That's really good. So, um, I think I think it's you know it's it's bears much fruit. If you're not bearing fruit, I think you better look at your the your the root of who you are. Yeah. If you're not bearing fruit. So I guess that, that bears a couple of questions. First one being. What does it mean to bear fruit, and how do you know if you are or not bearing fruit? So the fruit we always say is like evangelism, right? That's kind of in in many many streams and places. Fruit is evangelism. You're right. either you're either multiplying or you're not bearing fruit. But that really isn't the fruit. The fruit is the manifest glory of God in your life. What is Can that you say that you trust God? Mm. Can you say that there's evidence that you trust God for your money, your time, your energy, your life, your health? It, it, it really is true that in, in, a, in an epidemic, a Christian man filled with the Holy Spirit should not succumb to the fear of that germ. He should come to the, he should come to the knowledge that his days are ordered of the Lord, and he should walk in absolute courage and humility that God is with him, and nothing can, nothing can befall him that is not God's will. But that's really only the person that is tied to the vine and the power of Jesus Christ is in him. Mm -hmm. That's what it's saying here. My power will flow in you. Your power will be tied to me. And we'll add your weakness to my strength and my strength will be sufficient for you. 
and you'll walk in my strength. Well, what germ's going to attack? What germ's going to win over Jesus? Hmm. And we don't have that. Like, you know, we have we don't do that. And so I think the evidence, you know, that you're bearing fruit is do you have joy? Can you sleep in a storm? Do you have faith? Do you trust? Is he are you confident of his love for you? These are the fruit you're looking for. This is the grape on the vine. Do you have panic attacks every night, worried about what's going to happen to you? Mm. That's probably not good fruit. Mm. But do, are you peaceful? Do you stand up in the storm and say, we're okay, brothers. God will not let us perish. I love the story of the storm Paul was in. And they were going to throw him overboard. And he said, don't worry. God's, you're safe as long as you're with me. Because mm-hmm. I belong to him, and it's not my time to die. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, see, that's fruit. That's confidence. That isn't leading people to Jesus. That's just the fruit of wearing Jesus as armor, as clothing, as garment. And people see it in how you act and how you behave. And I found today people have decided to judge you based on what they think Jesus is. And they don't have a clue who Jesus is or what he is. You know, him, mm-hmm. him chasing people around a, a temple, trying to whip them for making their den of thieves, you know, mm-hmm. and throwing their tables over. I mean, he, he, they'd tell you today, that's not Jesus. That's not real. Calling people blind guides and hypocrites and snakes, mm-hmm. you know, broods of vipers, whitewashed graves. Mm-hmm. You know, they would say, oh, no, that's not Jesus. The, shepherds, Jesus the, the good shepherd would never do that. You know, well, I, I beg to differ, you know. And how you act with Jesus and the joy and the confidence and the courage and the acceptance of life and death to be his to, to ordain, those, that's the fruit he's talking about. That's the fruit that men can hold on to. Yeah. You know, I have so many friends who become Christians and their families are not and their kids are led astray or people who've raised their family and they've all gone astray. What do I do? Well, if you have lived and you have lived correctly, they will come back to you. They will say one day when they when I believe that the trials and tribulations of their life will bring them to a point. At some point, they have to look for help. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Well, if you're not a man who can give them answer, if you're not a man they can hang on to, you're not a man whose boat is strong. And I've said this before, especially in an election year like we're in right now, we just had that, you know, instead of working so hard to change the world or try to correct all the wrongs in the world what we should be working as on as christian leaders is our life being a boat that can rescue others come on you know and in the storm of life our boat is secure because we spent good time building it attached to the vine using all the wisdom and revelation and the open heart of the son of god of jesus christ and we use all of his courage and his strength and his love and his compassion and his willingness to go to the leper or go to the woman bleeding, the people that others would push mm-hmm. away. You make me dirty. No, Jesus says, I make you clean. Wow. The other people are saying, what are you doing with a leper? He make, we're, he's going to make us dirty. We're going to get leprosy. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he says, no, I'm going to make him clean. I'm going to touch him and change his life. I'm going to show you that your life can be changed, right? And I think that, that, the, that that's what our life should be about, is we should be working on the boat that is our life so that when those, and those oh, men I'm talking comes. about, when their children come back to them and say, can you help me? You're in a position to help. You have the wisdom from God, so not good. the world's wisdom, mm-hmm. not the, well, did you need another job with better benefits? Mm-hmm. No, 
You need Jesus in your life. You got to get attached to the vine. Really you got to be a branch that's alive. You got to be breathing, eating, and drinking the life that flows through Jesus. It's got to be the life that lives in your branch. Yeah. And the fruit you bear will be, you can count on me. Um, all the time. I mean, this is the nature of marriage. Mm-hmm. What women are looking for. And I, I'm going to say it right out loud on this podcast. Men have, I, I haven't found anyone that knows what women are looking for. They make all kinds of jokes. But what women really want in their life, really want, is a man they can trust when they're not looking. A man they can trust with money. A man they can trust with their sexuality. A man that they can trust to love Jesus more than themselves. Mm -hmm. More than any other item on earth, a man like that is a man people can hang on to. Mm -hmm. A man people can follow. A man, let's walk with you until I become a man that you others can follow. Let's work on our boat so that more people can get in our boat. And once they're in our boat, no storm. Jesus said, when the storm rises... Great will the fall of that house be. Another metaphor would be a house. We ought to be building our house on the rock so that others can be sheltered. We ought to be letting our tree grow so the birds of the air can make nests in it. All the metaphors of the parables of Jesus Christ, where we are supposed to become something that others can be sheltered in. Mm -hmm. Others can take shelter with and become somebody that can be shelter, can be a house that stands, can be a boat that floats. Whatever metaphor you use, that's what we should be working on is strengthen yourself in the Lord, David said. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. And it's when the trials and tribulations come, when the world rises against you, when the the storm comes, the waves will beat, the winds will blow, all the hell of fury of hell will come against you. Great will that house be and it will stand in the day of trouble. But those who build their house on sand, which is the world system, the the storm that comes will tear them down. Hmm. Huh. And I think that's what, what the fruit is, is are you becoming a man that others can trust, yeah. others can count on, it's good. can follow, and will teach them how to get to be like Jesus. Wow. That's the fruit that he's talking about here. It's not multiplication. Because it's just like Jesus preached to thousands and at the end yeah. had very few. That's good. Because it's not if 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 it's if it's if it's uh, converts, uh-huh. then he had very poor fruit. Mm. His disciples actually That's had so better good. fruit. Yeah. His disciples produced thousands. more disciples than mm. he ever did, because people were already preconceived religion. Mm-hmm. They went to places that were looking for who the true God is, and and the, the disciples were willing to say, you know, the one you, you uh, call the unknown God, let me reveal him to you. Yeah. He's actually the only one. That's Paul really said good. he's the one powered over all of these. Boy, that's good because, I, you know, that uh, revelation, because you think the fruit is just, oh, I got to tell everybody about Jesus. I got to tell everybody about Jesus. And if you, can, you look at Jesus' life, like Steve said, there, he didn't have probably would say that he was not successful in, in the evangelism mm-hmm. and getting converts. It wasn't until, of course, the Holy Spirit came and the, and the, and the, all the apostles just got, finally mm-hmm. got it, um, that they took it to all the world. But being a person you can, people can count on, I think that's it. I think it's the humanity of least, the least of these, my brother, and um, just seeing people and loving them and yeah. being, being secure in the foundation that your house is built on the rock because – I think the probably the biggest disservice in Christianity now today is 
the hypocrisy of the church. And, and another word for hypocrisy is, is actor, mm-hmm. being an actor. Steve just said it the other day. And yeah. um, I think you just got to be authentic and you got to live loud in front of people mm-hmm. and be real. And that's, I really like that. That's really good. Not to read. I went very Northern English, then that's weird. Anyway, I would what like to read. What did you re- just say? I, I know, it's strange. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> then I want know? to read, but it came out strangely. Oh, no, it's okay. Okay, I would like to read. There you go. Um, verse 8. Okay. So, uh, no, sorry, verse 7 even. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is one of those uh, verses that we, we hear a lot, right? The yeah. ask whatever you wish in my name Correct. and it will be done for you. Or and, you know, I think he says it a few more times yeah. in this section of scripture. So that's one of those that we, we read and we're like, oh, that's great. But then we don't really It's a bumper sticker. It, right? Yeah. You know, I, I'm yet to get to the point where whatever I ask in his name, you know, just I, I see disappears, it. Just right? So I guess that it maybe doesn't just mean if I say in Jesus' name, it comes true. So what <laughs> what is he getting at here you back to me again why not okay you're on a roll so i think you just did what we all do mm-hmm. and what makes us inept at prayer because mm-hmm. oh. it said if mm-hmm. if you abide in me and my words abide in you so there's two things you abiding in him mm-hmm. what's that mean we just defined that right uh, a, we, his living organism lives in our branch and becomes the power of our life. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I know very many people that evidence that clearly. The second thing is my words abide in you. Very few people quote him. Very few people quote the entirety of him. Yes. They pick and choose. So they prune. They try to prune his vine, which affects their branch, Mm -hmm. which makes them impotent, Impotent. (laughs) makes them unpowerful. Mm -hmm. If you abide in me, meaning you are plugged in. So if anyone understands grafting, that's what it is, grafted in. This branch has a life of its own. If you leave it unconnected, it's dead. They cut and they graft it in until the two things marry. Um, I kind of, you know, the, the actual branch will still have the characteristics of its former life. Mm. But it also takes the characteristics of the vine, the bough, the main tree. And it becomes a branch of that tree. Mm. And I don't know how many of us become a branch of his tree. Hmm. I mostly think people are trying to make him a branch of their tree. Oh, that's so good. That's what I think is going on in in Christianity pretty much across the board. Most people I know are trying to make the Bible say what they want it to say. So good. Instead of making their life match what it says. Wow. Want to deny what it says because it doesn't taste good. It doesn't feel right. And um, we'd rather make it feel right in our life and in our world than make our world look right with it. And I think that's the same thing with prayer, with with speaking for him. I have a word from the Lord. I have a revelation. I want it to say what I say. Mm. 
I want it to go where I want, I want it to go. fit where I want. But really, the grafting and abiding is allowing yourself to become part of his tree, wow. not him become part of your tree. So good. People wear Jesus like a grafted in a branch instead of the main bough. I am part of something with many other branches. Many other branches are not part of me. We are all part of him. And his life is supposed to float. His organism, his living, breathing organism is supposed to take over my branch mm. and become me. Yeah. And I am yeah, supposed to get up and represent him. And I know that I'm a poor facsimile of him. But I, with the passion of my heart, want to be more like him. Mm. And, I, and sometimes I get frustrated because I just can't get out of the way of my own growth, of my own desire my own plan you know i can't get out of the way sometimes but where i have seen it it's 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 all inspiring awe stunning it's shocking awe vicky can tell you i'll be just going along going i i just doubt myself completely mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden but every time just like right now i sit down to speak he takes over <laughs> Every time it's, it's this, it's a walk on water miracle for it me. Is. I don't think you guys can know you sitting there. How does he know these things? How does he think like this? I just don't. <laughs> Steve Orsillo just doesn't. I'm not going to say and, and I just, it, it's this living organism of Jesus just takes Amen. over. And I go home. I honestly, I just am in awe. Me too. I said, I do have an evidence in, in when I speak for him of letting his voice talk, of letting the Holy Spirit speak. Yeah. And it's amazing. I, I walk away in awe like, wow, man, that was good. That was incredible. Mm. I felt his love for me. I felt his presence and his, I felt his love for the people I'm talking to. I'm, I'm honestly right now feeling the love for you three, but I'm also sensing this love for the people hearing it later on a, on a broadcast. I can feel his power going out to them. If they'll surrender to it, they'll get this truth wow. and they'll, their prayer will begin to be, I want to be grafted in. I want to become more like the vine. Okay. I want the vine to take over and I want this branch that came from a prune tree to become which there's no such oh, thing but it's a dried grape isn't that dried i don't know yeah, dried, i don't actually know it's dried something right? i, I mean yeah. i think yeah. like yeah. a tree yeah so <laughs> i want it to come from i don't want to come from a peach tree i don't want to be a peach tree i want to be a vine <laughs> of the vine dresser whatever his yeah. fruit is if he's a grapevine i want to be a i want this prune branch to become a grape branch you know whatever um and uh that's funny so and then you said Petri, like a Petri dish. No, said peach. And then you said prune. I, said peach. I know it sounded like pe peach. peach. And then you said, then you said prune. I sure hope what she's doing doesn't interrupt your hearing what God's saying to you. Amen. Go for it. I, I made a mistake. I'm so. Anyway, but uh, the, the miracle of our life is this thing where we see it. Oh. We share our money situation with people and we're just in awe of it. Mm. Any kind of quality of, uh, of talent that we have, you know, yeah. we just look at it and we know we don't have to, I mean, there's no way we can deny it came from him. That's really good. It really is the love we have for the unlovely. I got to tell you, it's not in my nature to love the unlovely. It isn't. 
So whenever I love the unlovely, which is every day of my life, <laughs> I know I have this a visitation miracle going on that it is by far not my nature to love the unlovely. Mm-hmm. It is my abiding in the vine okay. and allowing him to live through me that gives me a true, and it's true too, it's a real love for the unlovely. Yeah. For the unlovable, the, the the pain in the butts is what it is. Ooh. A love for the pain out there. And I just love those people. Mm. And and it's like, I feel a love for them when I'm helping them. And I know that isn't me. I know that's not my nature to do so. But I feel the vine, the vine his power coming through his okay. branch, that became his branch in 1975. And I haven't taken it back. Mm. And just don't take it back. If you're floundering, flounder longer until until you get a grip and let him go, right? Let him yeah. come along, you know? Just keep fighting, keep That's struggling. Right. The, the current's against you, keep swimming. Keep walking. I promise you, eventually the power of the vine will come and help you swim against the current. So it'll, help you, it'll help you quit floundering. It'll help you grow. get a footing, mm-hmm. and you will start to make ground. You'll go further up and farther in. And that's what this is about. Any branch in me that wants to bear fruit can bear fruit. What is that fruit? Your question, what's the fruit? How do you know you're bearing fruit? It's the nature of Jesus Christ coming out in you. I mean, I'm a selfish man, and yet I can give everything away. And I know, what the heck? How did, I mean, I literally say, how did we do that? I mean, this woman here, she's raised in a society that money matters, and she gives it all away. That isn't her. That isn't her nature. Without Jesus in her life, she'd have never been able to do what she's done here at the Father's House Church. She has given um, uh, phenomenal fortunes away in the Father's House Church. And that's just not her nature from where she was born and raised. It was Jesus that made her that. It's her love for Jesus and her desire to flow. Let him flow. This is the best way to put it. Let him flow through you. Abide in the vine, let the life of the vine flow through the branch, and then your fruit, and he will lift you up and prepare you to bear more fruit. And that fruit is love and peace and patience and kindness and goodness. And you just keep working on the boat. You keep putting the foundation on the house, on the rock, you know, whatever, like I said, whatever metaphor, let your faith grow into a tree that many birds can make branch, make their homes in. And you let people come and jump in your boat to help them through the storm until they can have a boat that'll weather the storm. That's really good. This is what this is talking about. And I just don't hear it very often. That's wonderful. Well, I think I'm going to get to a close by. I'm going to read the last couple of verses here, which is 8 through 11. I think it just summarizes what we've been saying. It says, my father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, Mm. and that your joy may be full. Amen. Amen. It's really good. Uh, Before you guys leave us, I just wanted to share with you an opportunity to come and see what the Father's House is doing this Christmas season. If you are local to Oroville, Northern California, then uh, we'd love to invite you out to our Lights of Hope event, free Christmas walk and Christmas activities all around. Uh, You can go to our website at lightsofhopeoroville.org to find out more about that. And also, uh, we have our Gift of Hope program where we are sponsoring low-income 
children for Christmas gifts this year. We have over 1,500 children. And if you would like to find out how you can sponsor a child or donate towards that process, you can go to giftofhopeoroville.org and all the information how that is there. So please consider partnering with us this Christmas. And again, thank you for listening. We'll be back next time. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Uncommentaries podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you, inspired you, maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything Jesus has for you and the life he calls you to live. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the Uncommon Truth podcast. That way you'll get every episode each week when it's released. It would really help us if you could rate and review and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.